Good evening, everybody. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast, available on all major podcast platforms. Today, we are blessed to have Leon Space Jam Sewell. Leon, how you doing today? I'm good, man. Can't complain, man. Just making it happen, man. You know how it goes. Yes, sir. Can Can you uh, just kind of touch on Leon? Uh, you know about you know your your upbringing and and how you got into you know uh, eventually playing with the Harlem Wizards and uh, being a professional dunker. Uh, yeah, man, no problem. So, uh, you know, uh, back in high school, man, I started at Abbeville, Alabama, man, where I started playing basketball under uh, Coach Moses Knight Jr. Uh, played four years of uh, varsity basketball there, got a scholarship uh, to Alabama Southern Community College, uh, graduated there with my associate's degree, went to East Central University in Ada, Oklahoma. Didn't too much like it at that time, and at the time I was having my son. So I ended up, you know, transferring to Belt University in McKenzie, Tennessee. Finished up there. Got a whole bunch of dunk videos on YouTube coming out of college. I was about to go play uh, professional basketball over in Turkey, but I broke my foot twice. Wow. Um, <laughs> my right metatarsal bone um, my senior year in college, man. So they chose to uh, take somebody else. And um, I found the um, Harlem Ambassadors. And uh, started with them for a year and a half, played with them, and the Harlem Wizards seen me playing with them. Then they just recruited me to come play with them, man. I've been rocking with them for about eleven years now, man. So. Absolutely, and you and and you just touched only on uh, you. You've been with them now over a decade. What what has that experience been like? You you know you get to travel all over. Uh, you get to you know do something that you love that you're extremely passionate about. What describe that experience for me? Oh man, it's wonderful, man. You know being able to play with the uh, Harlem Wizards. As long as I have, man, you know, get to go in these different communities. Almost every day I'm in a different city, um, you know, maybe every uh, four or five months we're in a different country doing different things. Uh, been to China like nine times. Uh, but it's just wonderful to be able to come into these communities, man, do these fundraising events, raise money for a good cause, and leave these kids and parents with a forever lasting memory of them being a family together at the Harlem Wizards show, man. So... I mean, I just can't, I can't express how much, you know, how grateful I am to be able to, to do this as long as I have. Absolutely. And can can you just kind of touch on how you got the nickname Space Jam for those of us who may not know? Oh, man. So, um, you know, when I was a, little, a lot younger, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, I jumped very high, man. So it's like jumping out of space, man. Then I jam hard, man. I broke it over like 10 backboards. So, you know, and I always loved the movie as well. You know, that's like the best basketball right. ever, Space Jam. So I, I just, it just, it just found up on me. You know, I just went with it. <laughs> I just went with it. Absolutely, and and you touched on there. You you've broken over uh, at minimal at least ten ten backboards in your in your career. Yeah, that I can so, remember. T- t- <laughs> right. <laughs> take take me through the first. Take me through the experience. The first time it happened. Like, what was the crowd's reaction? What was your reaction? Uh, the very first time that I broke it in a professional game, it was um, I think I was somewhere in Colorado, and mm-hmm. it was in warmups. It's crazy, right? So, wow. <laughs> so I was in warm-ups. I bounced it off the floor, went off the backboard, or caught it and windmilled it, and the whole goal came down. And I just ran out of the way. And, like, it was the crowd went crazy in the warm-ups. You know, they was like, what? Wow. <laughs> like, that is weird. I didn't even know what I had did at first because it happened so fast. But, you know, right, and man. I was like, wow, I just broke a backboard. And 
then, you know, it, it was interesting, man, because they had to bring in another goal. So it kind of delayed wow. and all this other right. stuff. So it was, it was a good thing, though, man. It was a great feeling, man. Uh, I think I had got addicted to it after that. <laughs> right, and, and and I know we we've talked in, in our personal uh, conversations. Like, what what is your what is your mindset like when you go to when you're going to dunk it? Is it like I want to break it? Is it just I want a powerful dunk? Like, and then and then it happens. Like, just just like is it a certain mindset where you just say I want to take the rim off, or is um, it uh, is it you know sometimes it just happens, or <laughs> it's a little bit of both because of the a, it's a little bit of right. all of the above because um. You know, some days I have good days, some days I have bad days, some days I'm frustrated. But most of the time, mm-hmm. I'm just going out there doing my job, and I just want to give the crowd a good, hard dunk. I think people, like, really appreciate powerful, powerful um, dunks, you know. Absolutely. So, so I always just try to just go in there with the mindset of I'm just going to throw it down hard and powerful and maybe hang on the rim a little bit, you know, so they can see what I did, you know. Right. Get that. To get that crowd reaction that I was always like getting from dunking hard. So, but sometimes I'm frustrated, and um, I may have had a bad day. I know it was a couple times. It was a couple situations where I was in a car accident mm-hmm. right before the game, and um, I was trying to get a massage. But I was like, no, I know these people are out in the crowd. Over a thousand people are sitting here waiting on to see. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Not just right. me, my team, but. They, but I know I'm one of the primary dunkers, and they want to see the slam dunks. So, you know, that mindset of I was just like, I'm just frustrated, I'm mad, but I'm still going to go out here and do my job. And at the end of the game, I was just like, okay, it's time to let my frustration out. And I Absolutely. <laughs> and I broke it out at the end of the game. And then other times, it just happens on its own, you know. Like sometimes we're going to gyms and the rims are just old. You know, they've been sitting there for 60 years or whatever, and nobody ever really just snagged on it hard. So, and then, wow. yeah. So, I had those situations as well. You know, so. Right. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, you, you've won close to close to 10, and, and it, this is just, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if it's an exact or not. You may have won more, but around 10 slam dunk contests or so. Uh, what, yeah. I mean, what does that mean to you? I mean, to be recognized as, as you, you know, your work ethic has paid off you. You're recognized around the road as one of the top professional dunkers and uh, really a legend in, in, in you know, the, the, the dunking contest. And, I mean, just describe that feeling for me, the, those amount of accolades. You've, you've been able to win so many. Oh, uh, man, I just, like I said, I just go out there, man, and I, and I, and I love it. I'm, I'm very grateful, you know, and, and thankful that I've been able to win that many, you know. Um it's a great feeling, though, man, you know, just to go out there and, and it's some great competition out there, man. If you check out YouTube, man, you see all these great dunkers. These guys uh, have come to so much, and I've gotten a chance to dunk against them and beat them and not dunk them. Uh, you know, it's just, I, it's just, it's just, it's just pays off the, from all the hard work that I've done throughout all the years, you know? Absolutely. All the hard work, the dedication, the hours, waking up early in the morning, you know, staying in the gym later than other people, being in the gym as much as possible. So it's just just a great feeling to to come out on top of some of those competitions, you know? Uh, Absolutely. And, and, uh, you know, you kind of elaborated on there. But go go a little deeper with that, Leon. Like somebody that's you know the, the young youth growing up, and whether it's a young lady or, or a young man, and um, that you know they want to really get into, they want to get at either the collegiate level or professionals. And 
Uh, they want to, you know, whatever it may be, to, just just to see insane amount of work ethic you have to have to to not only get there but to stay there for such a oh. long time. Oh man, it, it takes a lot of hard work and dedication, man, and and willing to put in the work. <laughs> the the effort as well, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't need somebody to uh, wake you up and tell you that hey, you need to go do your push ups, you need to go do your sit ups, you need to go do your squat. You know, you need to go to the weight room. You need to go get a hundred. A hundred uh, jump shots in, a thousand jump shots in. You have to be willing to do that on your own. You know, like somebody that that that's really want want to be an athlete or a professional athlete. You know, boy or girl, you you have to just really want it and put in the effort yourself. You don't you don't need someone to coach you through it. You know, it's good to have guidance and all that coaching and training and all that stuff. But me growing up, I didn't have that. I just had the work ethic that I wanted to become a professional athlete myself. <laughs> and I just worked hard at it. You know, it was 5 o'clock in the morning. I was waking up, man, going to work out. Um, you know, late nights, 10 o'clock at night, no, but not doing anything. Just go get extra jump shots in. I used to literally break in our high school gym <laughs> right, <laughs> to, to go in and play basketball with me and a couple of my friends and sometimes by myself, I would leave a rock in the door, a little small rock, a little pebble. So it, the door would stay cracked and I could right. come back later after practice late night and just shoot around in the gym, you know what I mean? To get that extra work in, you know, but, and, and, and to be able to do it over a long period of time, uh, you just have to be on top of your game and you have to be a professional. You have to be early, not on time. Mm-hmm. You have to be early. And then when everybody's done, you should be the last one out of the gym. You know what I mean? So that's pretty much mostly what I did most of my time, man. So a lot of hard work, a lot of hard effort. Absolutely. And, you know, you've had a lot of prestigious accolades, a lot of high achievements. If there was one, though, throughout your journey, throughout your career as a professional, as as someone that is is heavily involved in in contests and events, what was one that stuck out the most to you that you were most proud of to, to have earned? Um, I think uh, the TV show when I did Dunk Kings with Shaq, Charles mm-hmm. Barkley, Keenan the Jet Smith, Brent Barry, Julius Irvin, Nate Robinson, all these guys, man, they, you know, they took time out to come out and judge us, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, d- our dunkers. We had 24, uh, the first season we did 36 uh, top dunkers in the world, and I think uh, the second season we did 24, you know, mm-hmm. and just to be on that platform, you know, on on TNT, millions of people watching, and it still shows that Dunk Kings are still shown on some airplanes, um, airlines. Um, I think that is probably the most one that I'm most proud of, and I've done a lot <laughs> of different things, but absolutely just to be on that platform and come out number six dunker in the world over you know some of the best dunkers in the world. You know, I can throw some names out there: Jordan Kilgannon, uh, you know, Guy Dupree. Porter Marbury, uh, Chris Staples, uh, so many different guys, you know, Brandon <laughs> LeCue Worm, Remix, uh, so many different guys, you know, just to be on that platform with all these type of guys and to come out as, you know, one of the top dunkers is, is uh, I think, one of my biggest accolades that I'm most proud of. Absolutely. And, and you know, as you touched on, you have so many. I'm sure it's 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 so hard to just narrow it to one. But, uh, you know, I'm sure that was just a, a, an indescribable experience. And, uh, you know, just to be around so many legendary people and, and to have them rate you so highly to, to say, hey, you know what, you really are 
you know, a top professional that, you know, whether there was there was any doubt in it, you know, before that or whatever, that, you know what, we just reassured you that you really are the best of the best. Right. Right. Yeah. It was a great feeling, man. You know, there's some of those legends. If you the names that I just called out, man, those mm-hmm. are Hall of Famers. Absolutely. You know, legends in the NBA that that done numerous things. So, yeah, that was one of them. Um, another one's probably like, you know, performing at halftime of the, the Knicks game in, in mm-hmm. the Garden. Yes. And, um, and of course, probably the uh, Brooklyn Nets that we did together. Yes, when sir. We went, when we went out there and I had you with me. So. And, and I, just describe for me <clears throat> when when you do the Garden. I mean, that's that's got to be uh, just out of this world. I mean, that's there's no bigger arena in the nation, let alone the world. Uh, you know that that that's the mecca of everything. You know the, the garden. I mean, just to just take that, take me through like an experience. I mean, like just like uh, like a point of view experience. Like what's going through your mind? I mean, that's got to be some crazy feelings for you. Oh man, to be able to be able to be in the garden in front of thirty thousand people or more is like amazing, man. You know, and, and then the television's live on you as well. You know, I, that my whole mindset of walking in the there's butterflies. <laughs> Don't think that's right. not butterflies, man. <laughs> there's, there's butterflies performing on the stage like that because New York is no place to play, okay? Mm-hmm. They will boo you, all right? right. <laughs> uh, they booed the other guy that I was dunking against. Let's just, say, <laughs> let's just say it that way. They was cheering for me but booing for him. Okay, so, so you know, there's butterflies, man, but, you know, just the preparation, the, like I was talking about earlier, preparing yourself. You know, working hard, the build up to be able to get to that stage and knowing all the hard work that I put in before that, I was confident going in that I was going to win that dunk contest and, you know, put on a great show for those people, man. But, you know, being able to be backstage, walk through, you know, talk to some of the great legends, um, Larry Johnson, Reggie Miller, all these type of people, you know, Mm -hmm. just be on the court with them and talk some basketball and then them see me doing my athletic abilities in front of so many people, man, it's just a wonderful feeling, man. Like, you can't explain it. You just have to try to experience it, you know? Uh, absolutely. <laughs> so, and, um, and can, can you touch on, um, you know, you described your work ethic and, and, and how immensely hard you had to work to, to get to where you're at, not just get there, but to stay there. What yeah. what was the highest vertical jump you were able to, that you were able to achieve? Like, what was the, what was your max vertical leap? <clears throat> so, um, like I mentioned earlier, I mm-hmm. went to school at East Central University in Ada, Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I had one of the best conditioning coaches there There was. Uh, mm-hmm. He was the same conditioning coach as Chauncey Billups. Right now, I cannot recall his name, mm-hmm. but Chauncey Billups, and, uh, he coached Chauncey Billups, and he was his conditioning coach. And he had me probably in the best shape of my life, man. Wow. Him and my uh, coach out there. Uh, we was jumping rope for 15 minutes every day, mm-hmm. and then we was running a mile like every three days. Mm-hmm. So it was, I was in the best shape of my life. And and then at that time I had a 50 inch vertical leap. Wow. Um, yeah. I can jump up there and hit my head on the rim. You know, I can go between the legs, all types of 360 dunks, you know, I can right, do right. other things now, but my vertical leap then it was so easy. I could literally just walk in the gym and just, you know, put my elbow in the rim. Uh, wow. Yeah. So that was like one, the best time that I, uh, I, that was the best shape of my life, and that's probably when I had the highest vertical leap that I ever. Yeah, yes, sir. And and recently, uh, we'll kind of go a little bit off topic here. Recently, I was named an ambassador for Bodyguards Against Bullying 
What What is your message, Leon, uh, to speak up against bullying? Uh, my message, man, just people should treat people the way that they want to be treated. You know, like, I don't think that bullying is like, how can I put this? Bullying is like so bad, right? It's like, mm-hmm. why would you want to treat somebody so bad? Why would you want to pick at somebody? Why would you want to bring another person out? We should unify and try to bring each other up more than anything, you know? Yes. Um, if if you notice some bullying, I think people should definitely speak up towards that. You know, stand up. You know, it's not it's not it's not appropriate. It's not the thing to do, man. You know, it's it's all cool sometimes when people are having fun with each other with their friends and stuff like that. But bullying can lead to so many different things, man. People have committed suicide because of being bullied, you know. So bullying is not cool, man. I would not be a friend of any bully. Absolutely. Yes, sir. And I appreciate you, uh, you know, touching on that as, you know, it's very uh, a very serious topic that, you know, we're we're trying to put an end to uh, in, in our nation, but all across the world. Import- most importantly, um, you know, as you said, there's just no place for it. Um, no place for it. Man. And, and uh, you know, k- kind of getting back into the conversation with basketball now. So we, t- we touched <laughs> on your, 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 your just insane vertical leap. What, what was the highest person you ever jumped over Woo! when, when the, you dunked? The tallest person I ever jumped over. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe six, eight. Wow. Yeah, I was at Bethel University in McKenzie, Tennessee, and that's where I actually got a lot of my YouTube uh, uh, views at. Where mm-hmm. I, got, I did a, a college dunk contest there, and I jumped over my teammate. He was 6'8". Um, he was 6'8", and I just floored over him, man. It's all on YouTube, man. Just check out my YouTube, Leon Seawell 23, and um, you can see the footage of it, man. The camera was old back then. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it wasn't a lot like a lot of HD and clear uh view like like it is right now. But the six eight is probably the tallest person I ever jumped over. But I've jumped over two people, three people before, you know, so right. <laughs> at the same time, but the tallest is definitely six eight. Absolutely. And uh, obviously you've been so blessed to travel, not just across the nation, but all over the road. If you had one favorite place that you, you ever got to visit, where where was it at? Um, well, my favorite vacation spot right now is the Bahamas. Okay. I love the mm-hmm. Bahamas. I'll be going back there in July, July 18th. I'm doing a, a peace on the streets event down there, um, in July, which, uh, my guy Carlos Reed, he hosts every year. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's one of my favorite places to go, but, um, an amazing place that I did go was Turkmenistan. It's, uh, kind of in the middle of, uh, Asia and Turkey. <clears throat> and it's one of the most peaceful, cleanest places that I ever been in my life. I couldn't mm-hmm. find a piece of paper on the ground. Wow. Like, and everything was like white and like just clean, man, you know, and um they have a curfew there. That mm-hmm. was the only thing. But it was one of the nicest, cleanest places that I ever been to. It just looks rich, you know. Like mm-hmm. I loved it, man. I loved it. So Absolutely. And uh, Leon, can you give me an experience? You, you you touched on a few earlier, but give me like one big roadblock that you had to overcome during your, uh, you know, during your tenured career, uh, you know, something where you just felt you couldn't get past and you, and you were able to face adversity and you persevered. Um, I'll probably say, you know, um, to be honest, probably, you know, missing my kids, you know, just mm-hmm. like 
that part I was um when I first started ten years ago, um with my daughter, uh, me and her mother probably wasn't like getting along the best, mm-hmm. you know um right, and I was doing a lot of traveling and all that type of stuff, and you know she kept her away from me, you know, but that was my baby. Maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't be saying this, but it's probably right, right. the biggest thing that I've had to get go across of being a father, you know, mm-hmm. like trying to be there for my kids and um that type of thing. So probably like just never giving up, you know, on my daughter, you know. Yes. And I and 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 I was able to connect with her mother on a on a parent, you know, level. So we mm-hmm. leveled out our differences and um and now I get to see my daughter whenever I want to, you know, and and and, and love and care for her like I always wanted to. I think that was probably the biggest adversity. Um like just personally you know, that I had to Absolutely. overcome. Um, any, I don't know. You could probably throw out anything else at me and I can probably like speak on it. But to me, right, that's right. probably the biggest thing. I never gave up on my daughter. So. Absolutely. And uh, what, what is your advice as well for, you know, we touched on, um, you know, somebody wanting to, to get into whether it be, you know, they want to be a professional dunker, they want to get into playing with the Globetrotters or the Harlem Wizards or they want to get to the NBA or, or collegiate level. Uh, what What is your secret, uh, uh, we'll say, you know, kind of secret or key to not only getting there, but, to, to, you know, at the level you've had, you've had uh, longevity, you've had uh, a high level of success for so long. What's the what's the key to, to not only getting there, but to stay there for such a high level and, and for so long? Um, staying prepared, man, you know, like not getting lazy, always on your grind. Staying ready, you know, just keep putting the effort in. And like I said, just being a professional, being on time, um, being clean, um, you know, try not to bump heads with people. Uh, mate, uh, don't burn your bridges. Um, just stay, just stay in good, good, clean, um, good, clean. Um, I'm missing the word like surroundings, you know. Mm-hmm. Keep your good people around you, you know. Try not to get in arguments. Um, if you do see negativity, run away from it. Stay on the positive side. Wake up. Look at the glass always half full, not half empty. Um, you know, that type of thing, man. So just surrounding yourself around the right people, though, man. And just keeping a humble mind and, you know, keeping God first, man. God is so good, man. Like, there is no no one better than God, you know. Absolutely. And just, and just keep your prayers up, you know, and um, just keep on working hard, man, and the rest will fall in place. Um, A- absolutely. And um, what, what is what has faith meant to you, uh, Leon, along your journey, and, and how has it been so important to you? Faith? Yes. Oh, uh, man, it's so important, man. Um, I always kept the faith, man. I never, mm-hmm. I never lost faith in God, man. I never will um, to the day I die. Um, just believing that, you know, I will be someone who I always wanted to be mm-hmm. and never giving up on it. Um, that, that was me throughout most of my career. Um, it was times where I was working at Walmart distribution center. Mm-hmm. I worked with them for three months and I was like, no, this is not my destiny. You know, this is right, not right. for me. Um, I have to get back into playing basketball. And I have to go on my journey where I know where I belong because I'm, I know within myself that I was that good, you know? So I just 
I just always believed that, man. Kept the faith and kept my prayers up, man. And I got a call out of nowhere to go play some more basketball, man. And then it just led to more opportunities and more opportunities, man. And absolutely. And and uh, Leon, what is your advice to to any uh, to any of the youth who may be going down a wrong path right now? Whether it's uh, they they could they could be involved in the streets or they're just misguided or uh, they're, they're just in and out of trouble. What is your message to them that hey, you know what? Even though you 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 made some bad decisions in life, you you might be uh, around the wrong people that you can turn it around. What's your message to them? Oh my God, man! My my message to them is um when I was in junior college, man, mm-hmm. um I had some friends, some bad company, man. You know, right. hanging around the wrong crowd, you know, being with the wrong people. Um, they they brought me down. They almost got me kicked out of my junior college, you know, mm-hmm. because of drugs and guns and stuff like that but you know uh thankfully and gratefully you know um god blessed me to be able to still stay on the team the other the other guys that i was with they got kicked out of school off the basketball team all that stuff right and Mm -hmm. they chose to keep me and give me a second chance because they know i was a good kid and you know but i was just in the wrong situation around the wrong people and um so to those people, I mean, just listen to my story. I went right. to jail. I stayed in jail four days, missed my mother's wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I missed New Year's, all this stuff because of other people, mm-hmm. you know, bad influences. Um, stay away from that, man. Steer away from that negativity, negativity and try to steer toward the positive side, man. It's positive people out here doing positive things. You should be you should you should surround yourself around those people, man. And it's never too late, okay? It's never too late. Just keep on working hard, and you and you can get and you can overcome, you know, that bad adversity, man. That that bad situation you may be in, man. And just keep your prayers up, like I said, man. And God will deliver you. He will. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we, we've really got to touch on so many great topics. And, uh, you know, you, you've been such an insight of knowledge of, of you know, just throughout your journey of, of, of professional playing and and just life, you know, life in general. Um, if there was one thing that we didn't we didn't get to touch on yet, Leon, or anything you're, you have workings in the near future, you know, after we get through this isolation time, uh, you know, I'll, gi- I'll just give you a moment here that you can uh, you can elaborate on, on anything you'd like to talk about. Man, I, I want to elaborate on you, man. You the one doing all these things, man. <laughs> yes, you know, sir. You know, these, I, I appreciate it. All these uh, uh, um, achievements that you're doing, you know, being able to travel around the world, you know, um, doing being one of the top bodyguards in the world, you know, and all that type of stuff, man. I'm just proud of you, man. So. Yes, sir. I, I appreciate that. And, um, you know, like I said, uh, when I was recently named an, an ambassador for uh, Bodyguards Against Bullying, it was just That's amazing. It, it, man. It, it, yeah, it, and it was such. A, I appreciate that, and it was such a shock to me because uh, it was actually one of the Kardashians' bodyguards, uh, you know, who's been with their entire family and things of that nature. So for him to yeah. personally reach out to me, and he said he had been following me for a long time, and just to say it would be an honor, like it, I was just almost at disbelief. Like it, it, it was, you know, just an indescribable experience, and. Uh, you know, amazing, yeah. So it's just you know, like you said, you never know who's watching. You know, there's, you never know who's watching. You 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 got uh, you know, once you get a, a platform and a voice, and 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 you're around certain situations, best believe there's people watching. And, and, yeah, e- and even and even and even before that, even if you're just a young man in high school and you got 
you got uh you know you're just the average Joe. There's there's yep. always somebody watching. Yep, yep. And, and you, you got to be on your p's and q's, man, and keep a clean slate. <laughs> Absolutely, That's what I tell him, man. Just keep a clean slate, man. Just keep, just stay in the right path, man. You know. And these days, they can trace back to what you did in eighth grade. Absolutely. You <laughs> in eighth grade, you know, and they can trace back to that. And be like, oh, nah, he's not fit for my program. Or right. He's not fit for my team, you know. He's not fit for my business. Just like that, you know. So. Yeah, and, absolutely and lastly here we'll, we'll touch on uh just the importance of being humble uh just uh for with my friendship with you and and uh you know since i've been able to connect with you you've you've always been a genuine and humble person touch touch on the 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 pivotal importance of that uh throughout your journey of successes in life of you know just remind people how important it is to stay humble and just uh, most importantly help others along your journey oh man it's, it's a wonderful thing man it's just like you know First off, when I go anywhere, right, I give mm-hmm. respect, you know. I expect respect, I give mm-hmm. respect, you know. So just doing that is one of the most important things. Respect can take you so far, man, you know. But just just to touch on what you were saying, man, mm-hmm. just being humble, um, staying grounded, just right. knowing that you are a human being, you bleed just like the next person, you wake up, brush your teeth, do all the other things like the next person, and not getting over your head can help you be more successful in this type of business, in, in any business, you know what I mean? Not thinking that you're better than the next person, you know, because at the end of the day, we're all going six feet under. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you Absolutely. Know, uh, everybody has their date, so you know what I mean? So I just try to treat others the way that I treat uh, uh, people treat me, you know what I mean, and the way that I want to be treated. Um, just staying grounded, man, you know, just knowing that it's somebody out there that's doing way worse than you, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, sir. And, and, you know, I greatly appreciate, you know, you, you, uh, you know, just bringing so much, uh, you know, uh, encouragement and motivation across this podcast. And uh, really this, this message is going to inspire a lot of people and, you know, it's uh, of all ages and walks of life. So, uh, you know, I definitely appreciate that. And, and I wish you nothing but, uh, you know, successes in all your endeavors in life. And, uh, you know, I, I know you have so much great things in store. And, you know, uh, again, Leon Space Jam Sewell, I appreciate it so much. And uh, Thank you, Bubba, man. I appreciate you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. And, and keep the success up that you're doing, man. I'm, I'm more proud of you, man. Just continue yeah. to do what you're doing. Yes, sir. I appreciate that. And, and likewise. And uh, again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. This is Bubba's Bodyguard Podcast. Again, Leon Space Jam Sewell. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you guys for listening, man. Talk to you guys later. Yes, sir. All right. Later. Later, Bubba.